Good morning. Wow, Rockstar is not good. Good morning, and welcome to Two Scoops Morning News with Dan and Craig. I'm Dan. And I'm Craig. And this music is too loud. You're watching Two Scoops Morning News with Dan and Craig. Your sunrise reminder that things could get worse, so laugh at them while you still can. Craig. Craig, it's morning, and you're in. You you are a former. Mili- what is playing here? Holy crap! It's in my headphone. Make it stop. Oh, it's just the the link elsewhere. Uh, Craig, you you were in the military at one point. Um, you probably killed a bunch of brown people and things, and you know how uh, ethnically diverse the military can be, and in their murdering of brown folks. Um, before we get into this first article. Do you have any thoughts on on your experience? And uh, it's been a while, so I imagine there weren't any women or minorities in the military back way back when you oh. were in, in. No, no, there was it was strictly males and the of the heterosexual sort, and they were all white. We didn't allow uh, the the bipocs, I guess they're calling them these days. In the if military. you didn't ask if they were black and they didn't tell that they were black, was it fine? No, oh, no, oh. it's still fine. Wow, the don't ask, don't tell policy didn't didn't even apply. Huh? Didn't apply to black people at all. Huh. No, all right. No, I was actually in when don't ask, don't tell got repealed. So, I mean, you had people that were like, "Well, this means my uh, there that's a breach of my contract, so I can get out of the military, can't I?" And they're like, "No, <laughs> no, don't be fucking dumb." So the, there were straight guys who were like, "Well, if you're gonna have any of these gays around me, then." That's a breach of my contract, so I can get out of yeah. here. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So, and then they looked at them and like, no, fucking go back to work. <laughs> All right. So uh, today we're going to be uh, talking about a couple things. Um, first off being this this is uh I, I know this is about a year old but for some reason this is making the rounds on all the shows lately so this is the first I've seen of it. Craig, have you seen the uh, the calling the go army ads? I don't think I have. All right. But Shannon is here. Shannon is here. CD is here also. And she sent me the article that you're going to be talking about yesterday. So okay. shout outs for her being ahead of us because Craig didn't know that he was talking about it yesterday. All right. So uh, this is how we're recruiting people to the badass army right now. Just first, the calling. Um, anybody who thinks that I don't know, like it, there's maybe it's the libertarian in me, but anybody who is convinced that it's their calling to go into the military and uh, and, and shoot people um, might need to get a psyche valve. But uh, also, no white guys. We went from all white guys when you were in the military to none, none That's anymore. Uh, I'm glad we've got this this. Uh, accurate representation here yes um my question is what is this video like hold on hold on hold on for the audio listener it's a cartoon it's a cartoon this is the story of a soldier who operates your nation's patriot missile defense systems (laughs) 
Sounds of children screaming muted for, for effect. It begins in California with a little girl raised by two moms. Because <laughs> why not? Although I had a fairly typical childhood, took ballet, played violin, I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. When I was six years old, one of my moms had an accident that left her paralyzed. Doctors said she might never walk again. But she tapped into my family's pride to get back on her Come feet. on, she's she's a softball player, that butch gal there. She's She can walk it off. Do you know how many people in the military that I knew their parents' backstory to or gave two shits about their parents' backstory to? Kind of like teachers. Do you know how many teachers I knew their what what They're, they identified as or who they were dating or who they were sleeping with yeah i like yes i know a lot of their backstory like the my friends in the military like how they were um like their family and stuff but did i know that their if their parents were gay straight <laughs> or, no I, I don't fucking care and i don't like no, how much i didn't money... ask and they didn't tell yes basically um <laughs> What does this, why, what, why, <laughs> what is happening right now? And also and, keep in, keep in mind, like, who are we trying to recruit for the military exactly? Not that there's anything wrong with being gay in the military or having gay moms and being in the military or being a woman in the military. But when your target demographic is people who will be spoken to by uh, Pixar cartoons about gay moms, like, what does that have yeah. to do with the military? <laughs> yes. And... I, I love how they're <laughs> it's like, hey, we gotta diversify the people that are blowing up the brown people, so make war uh, gay. Yes. Make war gay and make war browner. I don't know. Yeah. I, I should have had that ad pulled up of Jeremy's, but I won't. Eventually standing at the altar to marry my other mom. With such powerful role models. So far, there's been more conversation about her moms than there has been about the military. And we are more yeah. than halfway done with this ad for the if military. I, yeah, if I hadn't seen that first clip, I would have no clue this was about the military. Even when they put in the missile defense system part in there, I still would have no freaking idea that this was a, a military propaganda piece. Even from a story writing perspective, I don't know anything about this person. All I know is that she has gay moms. I finished high school at the top of my class. Oh, there we go. Then attended UC Davis. She's smart. Where I joined a sorority full of other strong women. She's gay. But as graduation approached, I began feeling like I'd been handed so much in life. A sorority girl stereotype. Sure, I'd spent my life <laughs> around inspiring women. But what had I really achieved on my own? We're going to get to the military at some point One of my here, sorority sisters was studying abroad in Italy. Another was climbing Mount Everest. I needed my own adventures. So I was looking at all my, my bitch-ass friends on Instagram, and they're doing all these cool things, and I was like, hey. I'm going to blow up brown people. That's right. My own challenge. My own challenge. And after meeting with an army recruiter, I found it. A way to prove my inner strength. I like how uh, this whole thing is a cartoon for some reason. I don't know why, other than their demographic is 12-year-olds, but... Um, I, I like how they show her doing these badass things, but it's still a cartoon and, um, 
no, their their demographic is not twelve year olds. It is the fact that people are more and more immature these days. I meant mental twelve year olds. Okay, there you go. That's yep. it. Yep. Maybe shatter some stereotypes along the way. <laughs> I'm U.S. Army Corporal Emma Malone Lord. Why, why did her voice get worse at the end? Like, it's more shrill when it's in real life. Like, um... He's a worse actor in real life than she <laughs> in the cartoon. Yeah. Uh, th- nothing has been said about what the military is. Just, I'm going to, my gay moms were there and fierce females, and I'm going to shatter stereotypes by joining the Army. The end. Okay. And I answered so- my calling. Pause, pause, pause. You didn't shatter any, like, anything by... I don't know, graduating the top of your class and right. like overcoming the fact that your mom was one of your moms was that doesn't matter or whatever. Like you've overcome plenty of things. And then the army's like, no, that's not good enough. <laughs> uh, well, you need to, sh- you need to do. So basically the army said all of the shit that you put up with in life doesn't fucking matter because you need to go on and shatter stereotypes and prove something to yourself by joining the army. So all that shit that you just described, the army's video here, I feel like it did the opposite and said, no, none of that really yeah. freaking. That's so not I was going to say, enough. like one of the biggest recruiting tools for the military is you're going to get free college. And this lady went to college and then she realized, wow, that was worthless. I guess I better go join the military because uh, all my friends are hiking up Mount Everest or something. Yeah, so, so I want to go shoot missile systems. Yep. Uh, that That's what I got out of it. So now... Uh, I I one more thing to play here before we we move on, but uh, perhaps you've seen this. This is a a Russia military recruitment video, um, by contrast. How many gay dads do you think they talk about in this? Zero gay dads. It's close. I don't think they have gay dads in Russia. It's close. I think there might be one. (laughs) Have you seen Vladimir Putin on that horse? Pretty gay. What is he a dad? You know he's got a million kids. Узнать тебя, познать границы своих возможностей. К черту границы. Ты готов ломать себя до изнеможения каждый день. Maybe it's just the Putin apologist in me, but um, something about this makes me want to join their military without hearing a word he has to say. Yeah, I can't understand this, but I. I exactly <laughs> but I'm terrified. I'm shitting my pants over this, and uh... I'm scared. I'm. They're scaring me into joining, joining the military. No. <laughs> I can't understand a word, but all I know is they are saying, "Do you want to ba- be a badass? Right. Do you want to? Do you want to get girls? Um, join the military." And everybody's like, "Fuck yeah, I want to be a badass, right. and I want to get girls." Do you that, have gay I mean, moms? Was- Did you graduate college and get nothing out of it? Come join yeah. the military. You want to shatter the stereotypes? Join. I join even- so that you can shatter the glass ceiling. Is it okay? <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get in trouble on here for saying. Oh, yeah. Now is when you're going to start getting in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So so the stereotype, this isn't coming from me. This is coming from everybody. Um, When back in my day in the military, this was the known stereotype of a female in the military. And I know that's changed. But and I, I know we were horrible people back then. But in the military, if you were 
if you're a female in the military, it's because you're a lesbian or because you are a total bitch and you are one or the other or a, a mixture of both. Um, so, so when you're joining the military, and if you, you might, were one, let's be honest, you were probably the other as well, whether you were willing to admit it or well, not. And that, there was a third one too, but I won't get into that. Oh. Um, okay. Uh, there was, there was, <laughs> le, there was the lesbian and then there, there was the bitch type. And then there was the, the slut type. Um, but oh, so, nice. So, if, so break all the stereotypes, join the military and get so many more stereotypes thrown on you because it it's full of stereotypes. It's absolutely full of stereotypes. Um, There's no stereotypes around men in the military, is there? N- no, not at all. There's not like the you eat crayons stereotype, the, the meathead stereotypes or any anything stupid like that. But uh, I'm surprised you didn't join the Navy. They're already known for not being exclusive on their sexuality. That, that, that's only for the males in the in the navy right um but this reminds me of like a 90s 90s early 2000s like post 9-11 even pre 9-11 um military ad it's like you want to be a badass join the military and i mean what guy watch this is like no i don't want to be a badass right but they look at this and like wow i could be a badass i want to do that but really all of- it is is just marketing your product <laughs> like it's telling them like the benefits of doing it and sure it is overplayed and over dramatic i'm sure but uh um you know i i don't know i'm not rooting for the military by any stretch of the imagination but just from a marketing standpoint telling them that they're they're going to be cool Seems better than telling them that they're victims, so they should join. Yes. I am going to root for Russia's military, though. Здесь боль закаляет. Шрамы повседневность. Это ты решил себе что-то доказать. Командир здесь только для того, чтобы ты мог увидеть в нем врага. Потому что без врага нет боя, а без боя нет победы. Но на самом деле, главный враг это ты. For the audio listeners, um, it looks exactly like you imagine a military ad to look. Or Lots of military things and military just, people and angry faces. Just listen to that, like, badass, like, Russian. I'm not saying Russian. The Russian accent is definitely not the type that you'd put in, like, a, a beautiful love song, but it is the type that you would put in a badass military ad. Right. Твоя задача выследить врага, догнать его, превзойти, стать лучше, чем он, и вернуться назад победителем. Потому что завтра... And that was when I realized I got the letter in the mail and realized that my father was banging men. And I felt so sad. And then I realized I was a bigot. So I joined the military. Like, come on. Anyway. I don't know. I... Uh, CD says that the 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 American ad is for college grads that graduated with worthless degrees and want to get paid for it. Yeah, um, that's what they said, <laughs> basically. The thing, yeah, yeah, the the type of people that went and got a college degrees, they're going to go be officers because you have to to be go into the officer program. You have to have some form of college degree. It doesn't matter what college degree. You could be going to be a like. Um, missile officer with a i don't know a a worthless arts degree you just have to have some kind of degree and you can go lead people and so those are the types of people they're trying to attract are the people that are going to lead the military not the types of people that are like 
oh, I don't have anything better to do in life. No, it's like, you're a victim. Come lead our uh -huh. military. That's <laughs> what they're going for here. It's a great way to start. And if you have somebody with victim mentality, I, I bet they're not like, I don't know, the most stable in their decision-making processes and these things. I don't know. Um, Let I'm, me clear up before I move on. Not every woman in the military is a bitch, a lesbian, or a, a <laughs> Not anymore. Now, I'm just saying, they, their moms yeah, might be lesbians. The, shed all the stereotypes and join the military where you can get thrown more stereotypes on you. That that, that was my point there. Is No, the, the military is not free of stereotypes. I think there are stereotypes in the military. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's a. Uh, I mean, we did put out the Jeremy Kaufman "War Is Gay" ad that was pushing for this particular thing. Apparently, we put it out a year late, but I like to think that that's what uh, sparked some revival in this this beautiful Pixar oh. military movement. They're like, well, how do we want to respond to this "War Is Gay" thing? Well, let's just rerun our. Let's just get gay gayer. War. Right. Yes. <laughs> All right, yeah, and there's more. There's like a whole series of these uh, little wow. kids' cartoons for the military. Of um, that, that was uh, probably the the worst, the one that focused on the military the least. <laughs> so, and I, I've 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 heard this in their old military ads. Um, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to marketing in the real world, and we got we got to move on. But when it comes to marketing in the real world, they have this thing like called. Like turn around? No, go back. We're not here. <laughs> go back. It's like the turnaround of the dollars you spent on advertising versus the dollar aid. Like, so if you spent a million dollars on this ad, you want to generate at least more than a million dollars. And um, the amount of money that gets spent on military marketing is way more than the amount of turnaround they get on those dollars. They spend millions and millions of dollars on advertising for the the military and i mean they don't they don't get turnaround on that so just imagine they're like you know the badass ones that actually attracted people into the military that we spent so many millions of dollars let's brought in too many toxic men into the movement yeah. <laughs> let let's scratch that and do these worthless cartoons but not not just one let's do a full series of them and then let's see what the turn the i mean that's that's the the public sector. They don't care about like the turnaround of dollars. They just care return about on investment. Yeah, there you go. Return there there is no return on investment. So what is their their goal here? Well, like what is the benefit to putting this out and spending millions of dollars on this cuz uh, I mean I I I feel like it would be insulting to gay people <laughs> to be like uh like if this speaks to you <clears throat> And you're not thinking about the big picture of what the job is and how it has nothing to do with this. Like that should tell you that they, they think you're retarded. Well, I mean, military recruiters think you're retarded anyway. Yeah. Um, I, and a lot and of you them are. are <laughs> I knew a guy that joined the military because his recruiter, recruiter told him he'd be able to race cars in Japan. Guess what? He never got to do while he was guess where he never went while he was in the military. Japan. Wow. And he never raced a single car unless it was like a drag race with his like barracks buddy somewhere. Nice. Was but it a was it an all ages drag race? If you know what I mean. It it probably was. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was one of those. Drag you want to talk races. about your story now, Greg? Yeah. Like, speaking <laughs> of gay, speaking of gay, drugs have gotten gayer. 
Nice. Uh, apparently, uh, there's this new thing called rainbow fentanyl out there because fentanyl wasn't good enough and it didn't look close enough to the real drugs. So we're like, Just like Let's... flavored vapes. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, we are marketing this towards children. Literal joke, according to Chuck Schumer. Um, I mean, it's almost October. It's September 27th. Halloween is right around the corner. So we might as well dig back up uh, the Halloween drugging your kids on trick-or-treat night scare. I have a question. That's, yeah. I don't know much about fentanyl. All I know is that DeSantis is really scared of it, and George Floyd definitely didn't die of it and stuff like that. Um, all I know is the really, really scary things. I, I was under the impression that fentanyl was something that you typically laced into other things to cut your drug and make it more potent or whatever and run the risk of death. Is the, is fentanyl something that people are just taking as a little Skittles pill like these are? Uh, apparently, yes. Apparently now huh. we are. And from what I've heard, the Chinese are sending over a ton of fentanyl and they don't care about losing money. They just care about getting Americans addicted. They don't they don't care about making money off it is what the latest I've heard, which yeah. I don't know if I believe that either. I guess the U.S. military doesn't care about losing money, but I feel like the Chinese drug lords do care about losing money. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> according to Chuck Schumer. And what what benefit does it does it bring to the drug dealers to get their their clients hooked on a drug that kills them? Yes, I mean you're not. Going I mean, I guess the same could be said for the military, but <laughs> well, the military <laughs> retarded. So, yeah. um, dr drug dealers are less retarded than than the U.S. military, <laughs> uh, for the most part. Sounded more uh, libertarian every day, Craig. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's get into this because Chuck Schumer now declares that um, these little rainbow skittle things are fentanyl that is being it, there. There's the fear of it being put in our child's Halloween candy. So beware, kids, because it's like razor blades. Some people just want to kill your kids for fun on Halloween. And I've said this so many times, and maybe it's not the case with ch Chinese fentanyl dealers. No drug dealer is going to give drugs away for free to your child. Right. They're not. I mean, if maybe some crackhead accidentally dropped their, dropped their crack pipe into your kid's trick-or-treat bag, but nobody intentionally is giving away drugs, unless it's, I guess, Chinese warlords. I mean, this has been uh, the fear since we were children with, like, razor yeah. blades and syringes and candy for some reason. Like, who is the murderer who's like, I'm going to kill kids and I'm never going to see it happen? I'm not going to witness it. I'm just going to give it yeah, to what them and hope they eat it. And uh, I don't know. I mean, there there is something to say about an entire holiday where you're taking strangers from candy, or you're taking candy from strangers uh, all night long. Um, but um, the thing they tell you to do not do your entire life except this one day of the year. Right. Never take candy from strangers. And then, and then the good churches, the, the good churches who don't want to do trick or treating because that's the devil's uh, thing. They do trunk or treating, so they have you take. Um, candy out of the back of their van instead because that yep. is more so holy. And uh, instead of dressing up for Halloween and wearing your scary costumes, you dress up for Halloween and go take candy out of <laughs> the trunk. Yes. Anyway, we're going to get oh. to this story. So Chuck Schumer has warned that rainbow fentanyl may be distributed uh, during Halloween to get children hooked. <laughs> this does not sound like the most boomer thing you've ever heard. <laughs> I like how they have hooked in, in quotations as well. 
Yes. Uh, because they know it's fucking <laughs> asinine. Uh, but but get this. There, I mean, there, there's no other like motivation for him to be saying this stuff yeah. at all besides the fear of your children getting hooked on fentanyl. You're right. Says, getting hooked is the concern, not the death part. No, no, that's not even. I mean, <laughs> it's all fear for safety of your children, not the fact that he also wants $290 million to help fight the whole oh, good. opioid. That'll help. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like there's a drug dealer out there somewhere that's like, this is a great idea. I'm going to put fentanyl in these kids' candy, and I'm going to get them hooked on fentanyl. And then they're going to come back. They're going to remember that door that they got that candy from. They're going to come back with like $250 or whatever the going rate is for fentanyl. And they're going to be like, hey, man, I need I need my fix. Like there is no value to the drug dealer in this uh, exchange in any way whatsoever. He's giving away drugs for free, and he's not getting a client. I guarantee it. No, uh, the kid will probably end up in the hospital and die. So no, no clients g- gained at all. Just dead children. Uh, less less potential clients for the future. So I mean, bad business model. Yeah. It says speaking on Sunday outside his New York office, Schumer said rainbow fentanyl is one of the biggest health issues facing the country. <laughs> this thing we've never heard of right. until this article came out is the biggest it's like COVID. health concern facing our country right now. Yeah. And of course, of course. Who amongst um, us hasn't had a friend or a loved one die of rainbow fentanyl? It says uh, he at some point held up a picture of a sweet tart and a fentanyl pill and said, you tell me the difference. Um, one is fentanyl and one is a sweet tart. And one of them is going into the bucket on Halloween and the other one is probably all, not around. One is round and has no weird distinct markings on them like right. these. And then the other looks like some weird pill thing with markings and who stamps their fentanyl with the marking <laughs> right i'd be putting a big s on them calling them wait, yeah why wouldn't you make it look more tart? like a sweet tart if right. your whole <laughs> idea was to get kids hooked and make them believe it's candy make it look more like the actual thing you're trying to make it look like they didn't want to get like a copyright infringement lawsuit or something like that so what do you think he's spending this 290 million dollars on because it does not say it just says help fight the hold, the addictive opioid is gaining in America. Hookers. The war on drugs is going so fascinating, so well, that we have more drugs, so we should throw right. more money at it and just for vagueness, like help fight fentanyl, the biggest health crisis in the country right now. This sounds like a, a, re, a revival of the crack epidemic, only this isn't real. The crack <laughs> epidemic was real, and we threw a bunch of money at it and more crack at it, and it got worse. And this is like they're trying to redo that. There's a debate over it. whether the crack ep- epidemic was real, but it's, it definitely had more uh, holding in reality than rainbow yes. fentanyl. Yes. There was actually people hooked on crack. There are, but but the whole scare there that they put through the news was the crack babies, and these moms should be arrested for having crack babies. And um, Ten years later, they find out crack babies were never really a real thing. We're just like big, like uh, uh, demonizing the people that we got hooked on crack. Um, but this is like, oh, be be scared. Your your kids are going to grow up hooked on heroin. 
not, I mean, it's not going to last long, folks, because the, the lifespan of a heroin addict isn't very long anyway. As so. bad as adults are at handling their heroin, just imagine a kid. I mean, right. Especially, or straight fentanyl, because straight fentanyl is what heroin addicts take and die because uh, it kills them more than heroin. It kills George Floyd-sized people, even, I hear. No. I'm not saying it killed George Floyd. I'm saying it kills oh. people of that size. And yes. he's a big guy. He, he was, was a big, a big guy. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. So so do you think uh, uh, the Chinese drug lords are putting rainbow fentanyl in our kids' trick-or-treating bags this year? Yes. And I will be using this excuse to not take my kids out trick-or-treating. And if I do go out trick-or-treating, I'm definitely not taking them to those Chinese houses because, um, you know, racism is bad, but fentanyl, rainbow fentanyl is worse. It is strange that this new scary thing has you know a gay feel to it seems awfully bigoted to me yeah yeah it's true it's why why did they go with rainbow right uh so so the military would accept it obviously um instead of whatever spending the 290 million dollars to help fight the biggest health issue facing the country right now why don't they just lock us all down on halloween that's what they did during the last biggest health crisis. Just lock yeah. us down. Say, you can't fucking trick-or-treat. Then nobody dies. You're going to catch the fentanyls. <clears throat> it's true. You're going to kill grandma. Yeah. Yep. That's all I got. So what are, what is he going to do with $290 million to help fight this made-up thing? This is the only line that specifies <laughs> the $290 million. Is right. He wants... Two hundred ninety million dollars. Well, in fairness, this article is three sentences long. <laughs> there was more down here. Oh, just, is there? <laughs> I just. Uh, oh, here. I'm going to make sure that the federal budget we're voting on this week is two hundred nine has two hundred ninety million dollars to fight the scourge of fentanyl <laughs> and and rainbow fentanyl. Hmm. I think uh, it'll help. In particular, there is money for what is called ORS teams, overdose response strategy teams that go after the drug dealers and help warn kids about the danger, this range of rainbow fentanyl. There are these things called over, uh, overdose response teams that are called like ER workers and hospital workers and EMS. We already have those. We don't need $200 million, $290 million to make so more it's, it's going overdose to, It's going to the D.A.R.E. program? Basically, that, yeah. Because <laughs> that went so well. It kept us all from, you know, no, smoking. No, it's not D.A.R.E. anymore. It's ORS. What's ORS? Overdose response strategy teams. Oh. It's not D.A.R.E. Well, that's more like the the militarized version of D.A.R.E. where they come yeah. in and shoot your kids for having fentanyl. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just 2 million milligrams of fentanyl, which is equal to 10 to 15 grams of table salt or grains. <laughs> I was like, how is 2 <laughs> milligrams the same as 10 to 15 grams? Uh, two, uh, 10 to 15 grains of table salt is considered a lethal dose. So basically, your kid takes one of those pills and dies. So right. um, no, we don't have to worry about kids getting hooked. We just have to worry about them dying. So we're good. It is like it makes it even more um, suspect. And like, what is your play here when they're talking about getting hooked? Like he's using, like you said, boomer vernacular um because that's the scary term you don't want your kids hooked on drugs um why didn't you say they're gonna fucking die right yeah is it, is that, it because that's I mean, not as I, much of a long game that you can use later on when yeah, they realize that their kids didn't die yeah if uh 
um, they all die this year, then we don't really have to spend that much money because they're all dead. So, but if we say they're they're hooked, we have a isn't that just evolution? Yeah, yeah. Kids, I mean, if you don't do fentanyl, you'll die. Yeah, that's that's that easy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, the systems down. TV is where you can find me and uh, the, at TSID Pod on Twitter, and I'll be doing an episode tomorrow about uh, uh, a lot about Ray Epps, and I think we're having the evil, um, evil top lobster on to co-host. So check that out at two p.m. Corn time tomorrow, and back here, but on Craig's channel on Thursday. I had a guy reach out to me on Thursday, last Thursday, and he was like, "Where's two scoops? Couldn't find it." I was like, it's on. Listen. It's over there. The, yeah. there. Follow the instructions. Greg, where can people <laughs> find you? People can find me and the Thursday edition of the show at Break the Bell Pod um, or the Break the Bell Podcast. You can find all the information about it at BreakTheBellPod.com or all over the social media at Break the Bell Pod. My YouTube channel, which is just a vague name somewhere. Just, just, just look up. Just go to the website. Just do something. Find me. That's nice. where you can find thursday episode follow these very clear instructions that i just gave <laughs> it's your fault if you didn't write that down um now craig i'd noticed that you had my boy dave casey on the show last night how'd that go i had your boy dave casey dave casey is a badass by he's the way he's a gem he's a real gem he is, he is. yeah uh, yeah listen to uh our ep the episode dropped tomorrow we talked about um uh wokeness and the woke eating themselves and like gay shit so um definitely nice. listen to that episode nice this has been two scoops this has been two scoops morning news every tuesday and thursday at 7 a.m central or whenever we feel like it until next time hang in there america